five things in order to level up your mental game, your fitness and your nutrition all in one take. Ready? Here we go. Hey everybody, what's up? Sagi here. And today I want to talk to you about a specific question that was sent to me by one of my followers. Actually, pretty cool dude. I appreciate this guy. He's a badass. But he's asking me the following question. Hey Sagi, I've been following you for years and it seems that in recent years you made a significant change in the way that you approach life and health and your fitness. And I wonder how I can level up my fitness and teach myself to be persistent, persistent in trainings and in nutrition and basically get to new higher grounds. How can I do that? Can you give me some tips? Even if they involve paying someone or something like that, I would love to know. So I answer him the following five things. These are five things in order to level up your fitness. And when I say fitness, I mean basically like physical health but it applies to anything in life, whether we talk about business, whether we talk about mental fitness, which is also a very important thing that I'm really taking care of myself and it all goes together, right? And whether it's being your family game or anything that you would like to excel at, these are like five things that you need to do, all right? Let's begin. Number one, get coaches for whatever you wanna excel at. It's not one coach for everything and a lot of people are not even investing in themselves in hiring a proper coach. So check this out. Look at what Jake Paul did recently in recent years. Now you can love or hate Jake Paul, but if you look at what he has done and his recent fight against Anderson Silva, and you've seen this guy surrounded himself by the most amazing coaches, even a spiritual coach who worked with him on breathing techniques. His name is Lucas Mack. He's like one of the goats when it comes to spirituality and breath work and visualization and stuff like that. So he surrounded himself with this A-team, right? Dream team of coaches that are on his corner and are helping him and they helped him throughout the recent years, right? To get to where he's at. If you looked at Conor McGregor in one of his fights, he brought Tony Robbins with him, like as a coach to help him with his mental game. But all these athletes also bring the physical trainers, right? And the nutritionists, the proper people that will really, really help them to be the most professional in what they do in every level. So for me, I have a coach when it comes to my gym practice, I have a personal trainer. We meet once a week and he builds the plans for me to build mass and attain goals that I would like to achieve at the gym. When I started working with him, I didn't even know the difference between building mass and getting what's called shredded, which basically I was like, hey, just make me look like this. And I showed him a picture of someone on Instagram. Our ignorance sometimes is like preventing us from actually knowing what we need in order to have clarity or vision and actually have a vision in the first place. And so when we get a coach, they help us understand first, like what do we need to aim for? What do we want to aim for? What is the difference between, you know, the goals that we can strive for, then we can get to choose and pick and they will help us get there, right? Hopefully. Therefore, I have a personal trainer. He's the one that also helps me when he builds the plans, he makes sure I keep progressing, but in a way that I don't get injured, 
And that's a very important thing as well. When people go to the gym, a lot of the time, they just like try out new things. They look at some videos on YouTube. Well, good luck with that. If you're my age, I'm 39. I don't want to be injured at the gym. Like, you know, I am putting a lot of weight on myself. And when I do that, this is dangerous stuff. You don't do it right. Even if you do it right. The thing is, it will make you stronger, healthier. I feel healthier and fittest that I've ever been in my life. And that's a lot due to my personal trainer who helped me get here. And I think like I've been in the gym for a year and a half. Now, I also have a nutritionist who helps me build the meal plan and the diet that I need to follow. Now, I also told him what I wanted to actually do. Now, nutritionists, a lot of like gym coaches or like personal trainers see themselves also as your nutritionist. That's actually completely wrong. I mean, they can maybe help you get to just eat healthier. Maybe they can provide you with some meals to eat healthier. But you know what? When I went to a sports nutritionist for the first time, he had me do blood work and I came to him with that blood work and then he could tell me, okay, seems like you're missing this and this and this and that. Now let me know what you want. And now he asked me, like, am I a vegetarian? Do I want to do intermittent testing? Like, do I have anything I want to do? Or can he just provide me with what he thinks is right for me? And obviously he asked me about my gym goals, my fitness goals, where do I want to get to with my body? Because I am in the pursuit of attaining mass, but also getting leaner. So basically that's kind of a struggle because those are two kind of like opposite things, right? Building mass means you build body weight and gain fat as well, right? Like with the muscle, but like getting leaner and shredded means you lose body fat percentage. And how do you do that? That's a complex progress. And he gave me the right diet to do so, right? And so if you work with the right professionals in every field, then you get to where you need to go. Tip number one, like I said, hire a coach and hire multiple coaches, a coach for everything you need, the right professionals that will be there on your team. Imagine yourself as the boxer, the professional athlete, and on your ringside, that's where you need to form the team that will give you the proper guidance and also help you throughout the camp to get to where you need to go and win the fight. So this is exactly what I'm imagining. For me, also in my business, I'm building like the dream team, like my corner. This means partners, this means coaches, mentors, like the right team in place to help me out with all of my weaknesses. I'm bringing in very strong people to help me out with that. So on to the second tip, become a student and practitioner of persistence. Now, in order to become a student and practitioner of persistence, let's understand what persistence is. So the meaning and the definition of persistence is to continue to do something in a determined way, even when facing challenges and opposition. Now, this is exactly it. You have to keep doing something which is not fun. For instance, going to the gym is not fun. You're not going to want to do it every single day. In order to do it, you have to wake up and take the time off in the middle of a very busy work day and go to a place where you're going to do exercises that make your body ache, you're uncomfortable, especially when you're starting out, you come there and you don't look as fit and all these fit guys are walking around you and they're like, uh, you know, just, you know, checking out the machine. You don't even know how to operate all these machines. It's awkward. It's not fun and it's hard. It's freaking hard. Your muscles ache. But when you do that, that's when you grow, right? The muscle, you have to put it under a lot of pressure and that's how the muscle grows, right? And so this is the exercise. You do something over a long period of time 
and then you face difficulties, you face challenges, you wake up one day very tired, or you, I don't know, your baby didn't sleep at night, or a lot of things could happen that would prevent you from going to the gym, but you're gonna do it anyway, day after day after day. Same with nutrition, it's the same thing, right? One day you're gonna be very tempted to eat some kind of like meal that you shouldn't eat. Maybe you would do it, but then you'd say, okay, tomorrow's another day, but then you have to do it anyways. Right? And tomorrow the challenge will be even greater because yesterday you ate that you know, cheeseburger or whatever you eaten that you shouldn't eat maybe, or you drank that drink or you had that snack. And you're like, now I really want it. And I had it yesterday, nothing really bad happened. Nobody's holding me accountable except myself. You really have to do that. You have to do the hard thing and be persistent at it. The more you do it, the more wins you have with persistence, the easier it gets. That goes for anything in life, right? You have to also cultivate what's called a growth mindset. I'm talking about that at the Commit First podcast in episode 67 with Dr. Ryan Godfredson. You have to check out. This is an amazing episode about the four types of mindsets. Growth mindset is one of them. And that's like a fixed versus growth mindset. Meaning people with a fixed mindset would get to a point where they try to go to the gym or a muscle hurt or even maybe they got really, really strained or injured like slightly at the gym in the first time, whatever, they will quit because they would say, maybe it's not for me. The people with the growth mindset would say, oh, I'm feeling, you know, my muscles are aching. Yes, that means I'm making progress. Those are the growth-minded people. Most of us are not growth-minded, you know, by default. That has a lot to do with our DNA and also like the way we were raised. But anyhow, it doesn't matter. You have to cultivate a growth mindset because it's gonna hurt and you're gonna face difficulties with your diet, with your nutrition, with your fitness game, with your trainings, you're gonna hit some kind of block and then you're gonna have to tell yourself, okay, well, no matter what, I'm getting back and I'm getting back stronger. This challenge is actually a good thing and it makes me grow. So episode number 67 is about the four types of mindsets. And there's also episode number 51 with Dr. Ryan Gradfordson, which is an amazing episode. And there's a new episode. It's episode number 120. Episode number 120 is amazing. Also with Dr. Ryan Gradfordson, each of them is just gold. So enjoy these episodes and let me know how you find them. One last thing about persistence. You have to understand what procrastination is because a lot of the times we procrastinate on doing something we know we need to do that we even committed to, but then we don't do it. Why don't we do it? Well, we don't do it because we procrastinate on it, but then we need to understand what procrastination is. Procrastination is basically the avoidance of doing something that you know is difficult, but you need to do. So any task that you have whatsoever, imagine yourself at work and you, you know, like you need to do this task, but you don't really want to do it. So you're like, oh, let's go make another cup of coffee. That's procrastination micro procrastination but macro procrastination can come with a lot of things in our lives so we need to understand what procrastination is if we understand it then we can stop it we can just go towards the uncomfortable thing the difficult thing that we need to do because that's another win for persistence all right and yeah i mean you just built grit and hard work work ethic like persistence this these are the things that you need to build and these are habits that are formed that's why i think the word persistent is the keyword here all the things will come with it sounds good all right let's move on to number three number three is you actually got to make time for it now before i talk about making time for it this brings me to number four and then we'll come back to number three we have to make time for it but the only way you'll make time for it is with number four which is realign your values what are your values what do you value? So for me, for instance, in 2019, 
I committed to upping the level of the value of my personal well-being, mental and physical fitness. I actually did not put it at the top of my priorities. A lot of parents put their families and children at the top of their priorities. That's what I did. And then so for me, it was like family, business, and whatever is left. And then I heard Hal Elrod talk about it. And Hal Elrod is like an amazing leader. He has like the American Morning book, which is an amazing book. But he also has another very interesting thing. He had cancer. And when he had cancer, he understood like the number one thing that's most important is taking care of our own health, of our own health. If our families don't have us, if we don't have us, our family won't have us. So the value of family completely just gone. If we don't take care of ourselves, if we don't put ourselves first. And so check yourself, check your values. What are your values? Now, if you value your mental and physical health, make time for it. So now you already got to make time in the calendar. And if you don't, that means you don't prioritize your values right. Your calendar basically shows your values. Your calendar is a reflection of your values. Check your calendar. Do you have time for your family? Do you have time for your fitness? Make sure you do because your calendar reflects your values. That's where you get to choose, right? I mean, for us entrepreneurs at least, like I'm an entrepreneur and for me, like when Yuli was born, my third child, she's two years old now, but she's still not sleeping well. And I haven't slept right in the past two years. So I did what I call the nine to 12 club where I slept until like 7 a.m. when needed to wake up and get the kids ready for schools and everything. Instead of waking up early for a morning routine, which is the preferred way of an entrepreneur to kind of like wake up before the whole world wakes up and wants you on their agenda and you know, you need to serve your kids and your family. But I preferred waking up at 7 a.m. to the mayhem of the house, like getting the kids ready for schools and everything. Because when I came back, I did my nine to 12 club. And my nine to 12 club was basically time for me for physical and mental health and or I would say physical and mental fitness and working on that from 9 to 12. I had no meetings whatsoever. Now up until this day I still don't have anything in the calendar and if I do put something in my calendar it's probably really important and therefore I can take my time for for instance yesterday I had uh, breakfast with my wife and today I had a training session with my wife. My personal trainer by the way trains me and my wife together. We do it as kind of like a you know a couple's morning together. And so we do the training, we go to get our protein shakes together, and then when we come back home, we get ready each for it is on day. And so you get to choose, right? But make time for it. That's so important. Don't forget to make time for it in your calendar. If you're a busy entrepreneur or you're an employee, still find the time in the calendar and put it on the calendar. So no one would be able to book any meetings with you at those times. And you communicate it to everybody in your family and in your workplace to know that at those times, you're not available. You can set your iPhone, probably your Android as well, if you have an Android, for what's called like a work mode or your morning mode or whatever that nobody can interrupt you except the people on your favorite list or whatever. Do that. Just utilize the tech that you have around you in order to reflect your values and make time for what you see as important because you know it's already hard. Finally, number five, the last and final thing. It's on you to start. So just start. I mean, it's so easy not to start. That's procrastination, like we talked about before. But the start thing is so important. So when I was designing, I remember someone gave me a tip. He said, Sagi, you know what? The hardest thing about any project is starting the project. It's actually like opening Photoshop and starting to design things in Photoshop. Here's a tip. When you start a new project, just make sure to do the simple thing about like opening Photoshop 
in a new document. That's it. Just make sure you open Photoshop with a new document. That, that's pretty much it. And that's what I teach my designers as well. Just open Figma. Nowadays it's Figma. Tomorrow it's going to be something new, whatever. But, you know, open Figma, have a blank document. Now you can start. That's what we procrastinate on. So what is it for you? Maybe it's like putting even your fitness shoes on. Maybe it's getting out the door. Like do it step by step. Don't procrastinate on the small steps. It's very easy to procrastinate on the large thing. But when it comes to the little things, it's so easy. Drive to the gym, got to the gym. Okay, now what? Well, do it step by step. So it's on you to start and it's on you to see the step-by-step -step process just that would lead you there. One more training, one more training, one more training, one more, and have patience. Please have patience. Maybe that's the sixth thing, I guess, but it's kind of like when you start, a lot of people expect immediate results for anything that they do. Persistence is not about that. Mental and physical fitness, nutrition, getting leaner or gaining mass, like it's a process. And it's a process of years. You see all these like shredded people, like, you know, if they don't take steroids, which I hope you don't, then at least, you know, that means they were persistent and consistent at going to the gym, training, taking care of the nutrition over a long period of time. Same with business, same with marriages, same with anything they see someone successful at. They took the time, they put the time in their calendar and they were persistent and they got coaches for it. That's what you see. On the outside, you see the external results, but you don't know the progress that they made over there. And the progress is very easy, broken down to these five tips that you can start with right now. So these are the five tips for you to get started and keep persistent with your physical fitness and nutrition and to level up your physique, I would say. Hope that helps. And that applies to anything in life. Remember that if you like this video or podcast, wherever you watch it, then please make sure to like and write a comment. Comments make the algorithm pop, right? They go a long way. No matter if you watch a teaser on Instagram or if you watch this video on YouTube or if you listen to this podcast via Spotify, you can rate the podcast. That goes such a long way in the Spotify algorithm. You have no idea. Also on Apple Podcasts. Just write a review. Even if you're listening to this on the road right now, be a good guy girl. After that, the way to say thanks is just going on Apple Podcasts and writing the show and writing a review. That's all. That would mean the world to me. And then finally, just share it with someone. If you heard this episode and when you talk about to someone about this topic, anytime in the upcoming years, just mention this episode and send them the link. That's all. Be resourceful. Guys, Thank you so much for being here. I hope you enjoyed this episode and see you on the next episode of the Commit First Show. Hey guys, what's up? Sagi here. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please rate us on Apple Podcasts, also on Spotify. It only takes a second. And remember, this podcast is brought to you by Affirmations & Co., the app for affirmations. If you want to change your life, if you want to crush limiting beliefs, if you want to change your inner chatter, you need affirmations. I use affirmations on a daily basis and that's why I created this app. In the app, you can set reminders to have your affirmations sent to you via push notifications. In the app, you can set widgets on your iPhone or Android device. 
in the app, you can follow me and other creators and entrepreneurs. And basically you can see my affirmations and with one tap, you make them your own. Let's build with each other. Let's build on top of each other and help each other grow together. So get affirmations and co you can go to affirmations.co. You'll have the download links or just go to your favorite app store and search for affirmations and co. All right, guys, thank you so much and see you in the next episode.